0: Hi, I'm Kyle Quayle, and I'm a podcaster, a privileged white heterosexual male, a brother, a son, a friend, and a lover.
1: And I'm Jamie Quayle, a therapist, sister to this privileged white heterosexual male, and I am also known as a loving friend, partner, daughter, and dog mom. And And this is is Love Love on on the brain. Brain.
0: travelers, and welcome to episode three of Love on the Brain. Although I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast if you are interdimensionally traveling, there's probably some other more pressing things you need to check out on Earth if you came all the way here. Jamie, if someone is interdimensionally traveling to Earth, what kind of things would you recommend that they see?
1: I'm only thinking from my experience, <laughs> and so it's hard for me to think from their experience, but I would definitely say the good old Jersey Shore. A little cape
0: may <laughs> vibes okay Get i was going to say something cone. more like uh, mount kilimanjaro or yeah. <laughs> i think uh that san andreas fault remember we went to joshua tree together yes. and we saw the and i almost like had a religious experience yes i think you did I think it was one of the craziest things I've ever it seen. It was
1: really gorgeous. Like, probably I mean, Grand Canyon i which is like, holy crap. Listen um, to
0: our podcast in the Grand Canyon. That would be my advice, <laughs> if you're going to be here from another planet. Right. So, I guess <laughs> if uh, if they watched The Bachelor and understood concept of romance, though, they would think it's pretty bizarre, as we do on Earth anyway, if they were, came from a different planet. I
1: think that many a time.
0: <laughs> okay. We're going to pick up exactly where we left off, with the lightheaded Sarah almost fainting and Prince Charming Matt coming to her rescue and this leads mm-hmm. to i think an intense romantic moment with them two mm-hmm. and the other women were not oh, happy man so you don't think still that it's because she didn't eat
1: nope. no no i was thinking about that <laughs> yeah like, there's uh-oh. this woman
0: is in love with mr james and it's like uh doesn't know
1: if she's cut out for this
0: right there was so much there this whole episode's going to be focused probably around sarah because that's what the episode was and she's great and but she's a villain too and there's Mm -hmm. it's such a weird juxtaposition here it is weird i liked uh victoria had some good advice but just don't faint i think is what she said (laughs) that's a good advice victoria she also said this is the bachelor not the sarah show but sarah didn't apparently get that memo uh it looks like sarah thinks the other women are going to be sympathetic i think she thought that Yeah. And yeah, I can't see that happening. Of course, they still don't know her. Okay, time for more analyzing of Kyle's attractions. Damsel in distress, very attractive. And it was obviously Mm -hmm. very good to Matt, too. Cute girl broken down the side of the road. You know, it's, (laughs) it's, 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 is that linked with the disability or crying attraction though? No, I I was
1: going to say it's pretty similar to like, Wanting to save or be the hero, which is like a typical male archetype yeah. that you're given. Yeah, I just think it's about oh, I can come in and rescue and take save. care of and save and like
0: That's my value show my of-
1: strength or whatever. Yeah, it might that be. makes that
0: makes sense to me. Well, now we move back to the rose ceremony and Toxic comes back into play a lot oh. in this episode. Victoria, uh, she was naming all the things she is onto, onto, onto poor Marilyn, just projecting what she is onto exactly. Marilyn. Such a forced showdown. There's always showdowns every season, but probably an easy one for production because let's be honest, Marilyn wasn't probably going to win. No. Uh, it still really sucks for her. She's the biggest loser in all of this, really. I yeah. think what the good thing will be America will love her. Mm-hmm. So whatever she's going to do now, she'll yeah. probably have... No, it definitely be okay. possible
1: a Paradise. Because if yeah. Victoria goes on Paradise, they're going to want Oh, her, good point. Paradise, yeah.
0: So. Yeah. you No, you were right last week. It was 100% production with the Orchid. That was the Alley and the final rose was the ooh, The setup and the punchline <laughs> by, uh, by production.
1: You could tell, like, giving Victoria the final rose, it was, like, Matt... Victor it was so ingenuine like yes. it just was the most unaligned ob- it didn't ma- and it doesn't make any
0: actual usually production. you're right because every season it does make a little bit of sense oh maybe he's not yeah, seeing this side exactly but, but this, this s- season you no. can't there's just no you way can't even hide it I don't think so and then our lady and the tramp girl Lana went home yeah this sad. this might even be too early for paradise does that happen where if you get cut off too early um,
1: the problem with this season of paradise is because of quarantine and everything you've got Peter Season, you've got Claire's oh, yeah. season, and you've got Matt James' season, so they're really gonna have to edit. And there's a lot of favorites from all those seasons, so I really don't but know. If we'll see more Alana. people
0: though. Yeah, or do two. Yeah, I don't. Seasons. I can't see I them know. slowing down. People were so mad that Bachelor in Paradise wasn't on last last year, so they've I think,
1: already put out statements that we're definitely going to make this happen, yeah. no matter what. Well, they can do.
0: They've they've done. They have. It's, it's the a little weird, I guess, during a pandemic. All this money that's going towards us mm-hmm. again. We have these existential uh, comments and conversations. It's like uh, I mentioned Serena's diamond pants last week. Did you get a yeah, look at them I mean, at the Rose The pants
1: on? and the low cut blazer. Big fan.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, she's she's got some style. At this point, and you know, we only do honesty on this show. But at this point, whenever Victoria's on screen, it's kind of hard to look at. Yeah. I find myself, my oh, eyes when yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't. It's it's who she is mostly. But even like, I just can't. <laughs> For whatever it is, I'm like just grossed out. Like a kind of a grossed out reaction that I'm having to mm-hmm. her. And then it cuts to the next morning. And after the drama, it was nice to see him again. Come with me and you'll be in a world of your imagination. (laughs) Chris Harrison, he comes in, he's like, be comfortable with being uncomfortable.
1: I loved this comfort versus discomfort theme. I talk about it with my clients all the time. And I think, I loved that they're embracing that, especially I think it's one of the things we've all learned the most in this quarantine.
0: It's always been very tough for me. It took me a long time to figure out that growth comes from discomfort because it's so easy to be comfortable and just lay there, right?
1: I have a Kit quote. I think it's from their group, but I love being uncomfortable. It does take me a lot to get out of my comfort zone. Right.
0: I get it. Um, it, No, but that does kind of make some sense because I feel the same way. It's really hard. But once I've done it, then I loved it. I I don't love maybe, but she's not really saying once I've done it. I liked Kit in this episode. I know you've got a little Kit thing. Well, you, you're she, not a I mean, fan
1: no and she gets worse later on i can see the or do you have spoilers
0: or, or are you suffering from from no, next like the scenes from like, from next in the future. From this episode
1: yeah right that just give me an alarm and
0: but from the very beginning you've had it in with kit yeah i don't like her <laughs> okay good 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 all right and
1: i was just shocked like how drained emotionally everybody was yeah. by the victoria like it Seems dramatic, but everyone was like, we're so drained emotionally, so it must've been really.
0: All right, we move on to the group date reading and the card says, today is a surprise for everyone. <laughs> Those date cards are always cringy, but there's no effort or hinting at, at all. There's usually some hinting, you can figure it out or Serena whatever.
1: C says it's triggering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to hire somebody more clever. I'm available, I'm missing yeah. Then it's revealed, it's like a sort of a slam poetry, open mic kind of situation. Just, we
1: hold on a minute. Matt comes in in a turtleneck. Yes. For the one out of two oh, times trust this me, episode. I was gonna bring it up. Yeah. And we are happy. He
0: he, that was a great day outfit. I think even someone Victoria might have yeah. even said that it was a very good outfit for him. It was he just he, he just looks amazing. He looks really good in in yeah in that outfit. So Ashley, I were introduced. I didn't I don't I've never seen her. I've seen her before. I don't know who she is. I yeah, know yeah, they yeah. said on the show that she's married to Jared.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where where's she she's from? She's got
1: pride in art quite an arc on The Bachelor. Where was she from series. originally? She was Chris season of The Bachelor.
0: Long time ago. Um,
1: just very much, long time ago, like very much made, like her crying was a big deal because okay. she would like ugly cry yeah. really at everything. <laughs> okay. And then she was on Paradise and it was messy. Jared didn't like her, rejected her. And then she just kept going after him and they met, wow. eventually got and married. and it worked out. And they're together.
0: And now she's on The Bachelor she's always, Cameo. She always comes She's on. around.
1: Yeah, she's like part of the...
0: What do they it call hurt. it? They call it something special, a bachelor nation. No, that's I that would that's, be the fans. Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: She's just part of the in ingre- ingre-
0: But yeah, this whole date was awesome. It was good. As someone who's performed stand-up comedy a bunch of times and suffers from pretty severe stage fright, I probably relate more to the women being uncomfortable in this situation mm. more than any other. And I'm sure most of you out there have either made a presentation in school or work or knows exactly what that feeling is like. How do you feel in public speaking scenarios, Jamie?
1: I always get really nervous, and if it's something that I really care about talking about, I get excited to share my information, Mm. like, what I know. Like, I had to do this capstone project, which normally is in front of people, but this year we had to do it on Zoom.
0: Yeah, that would be so much easier. Which
1: it was easier, and I was kind of missing that getting up in front of people, but it was way less. Right,
0: because after you go, after I go... And do my thing, I feel incredible. Yes. Because it's the comfort it feels thing. Really it's good. just what kind of what Kit I notice, like, in about. the
1: first couple moments, I'll be shaky, and then once I'm up there, yep. I come into a flow. Once the words
0: come out, but. Um, I'm
1: nervous the whole time. Chris
0: Harrison, <laughs> he wrote that yeah. sexual book?
1: Chris Harrison is so weird.
0: It's funny, though. <laughs> Yeah, so my stage fright is fine when I don't have a script. Like if I'm just being myself or if I've rehearsed a thousand times into my mirror at home, I'm fine. But once I have a script to read or if I'm unprepared, that's when I freak out. Okay. Continuing this finagling, I'm doing it to free therapy for my sister (laughs) here. What, what is that? Any idea? Any first Do you instincts? Get,
1: you maybe get a little bit more nervous when you have a script? Is when what you're saying? I, yes,
0: I freak out. Like I, my body goes, I don't like to read off of a script in front of people like a, for a presentation but when I go there and improv it or have it rehearsed in my head mm-hmm. I'm like a bang I'm just like I, I can do it. I don't get as nervous how bizarre is that
1: yeah it sounds bizarre it sounds is more
0: psychoanalyzation like, analy- than therapy I guess of
1: course it sounds like maybe having points that you have to hit is putting this pressure on yourself mm. to like remember and it's on the page and I have to follow it and even following yourself on a page is hard. Like, where am I? Like, it yeah, can disorient you
0: More things that a little go more. Wrong, and I
1: think maybe your style of learning or communicating is more free association. Yeah.
0: And maybe because the script isn't natural for me. Right. It? Me being my natural self. I'm not yep. sure if it's like that. It could be that. It actually, it reminds me of the great Jerry Seinfeld joke, which is, according to most studies, people's number one fear is public speaking. Number two is death. Death is number two. Does that sound right? This means to the average person, if you go to a funeral, you're better off in the casket than doing the eulogy.
1: Burr, burr, burr. Uh, that's a great joke. But isn't that bizarre? <laughs> no, I've Humans heard that. are bizarre. I've definitely heard that before. It's pretty intense. I wonder what is that. It's like it's
0: just just caring what other people think. It's like sharing some deep thing and and being seen in this life. In this life where you're usually, you know, most of the time you're not seen. You can control more elements when you're by yourself.
1: Just so vulnerable. vulnerable. Dying, I guess. Yeah,
0: dying's easy. I guess (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting.
1: Maybe you're not in control of your death, but you are in control of how you're perceived.
0: Yeah. I think we figured it out. Yep. But this adds, this whole date adds a different element because instead of just trying to be funny, it's expected to be like a true sexual yeah. vibe kind of poetry Ranty. reading. You're seeing, the women did really well. And I can't imagine if you're in that if you're in the crowd and you see that, it's like, oh no, like I have to do this. I have to be completely open and double down. Mm-hmm. All right, celebrity pattern, pattern matching time. Kylie, someone that, I don't know if you know this actress, you, pr- you probably will. Is there someone, she's, it's, I can't believe I didn't bring up in the first one. Juliette Lewis. Do you know who that oh, is.
1: Oh, real? Yeah. <laughs> no, even her voice. You think? Yeah, oh, she's. I love Julia She could
0: Lewis. be me too. She's so. She's cool.
1: weird and like out there, but great actress. Yeah,
0: she's like a rock star. Like she, if you ever Google her um, performing as a singer, really? Oh my god, she's oh, amazing. Oh, it makes me like her even more. Yeah, you liked her, and you didn't even know that. Wait oh. till so you see that. She's really cool. Anyway, Matt's reading was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty good a little awkward like that's, that's kind of who he is though really good but a little awkward what did you, you have any feelings on his reading do you remember it
1: yeah i mean his scene the girls you could tell were really reacting with like they're
0: they're and, like it. grabbing
1: each other and it's like how could you not if anybody's speaking like this it's hard not to it was, have yeah. some sort of reaction all
0: right anna went first she's got yeah. the shoulderless uh, outfit i thought she, she looked, looked pretty cute she looked
1: adorable she's cute i thought Just she went intense, for. i think i'm not
0: sure if they edited it around but she went first, and it's really, really hard to go first, knowing from comedies the same yeah, kind of thing. She did great though, and I think she did really, really well. And
1: Her raspy voice was like perfect. Yeah, no, I think and they cute she, and
0: I was a fan. All the girls were doing pretty well,
1: confident.
0: But Serena, she she knows how to dress, man. Even that outfit too.
1: And she was funny and clever, and what she was saying. Too, I knew she, she was, was like, like be her constant. Yeah. so I'm big. She had of the of little her.
0: Sue Ellen Mishki. I'm like gonna add jacket. her to my friend group. Oh, uh, the jacket (laughs) over the glorified bra was a, you know, it was pretty good. Sue Ellen Mischke vibe. These women are going real intimate. It's awesome to watch. And the camera keeps panning to Sarah, who is slowly losing her shit, obviously. And uh, I was definitely right at the rose ceremony and why she got lightheaded. She was falling for that that, guy. That
1: set it in stone for me because I can understand the whatever. It's an intense process. Like, you can't always help how you're feeling. Maybe she didn't eat or whatever. But now it's very obvious that she's having a big reaction.
0: She's falling. In love with this man, and she's seeing this man. This is the
1: earliest I feel like I've ever seen somebody jealous.
0: Yeah. That's, and like no, really yeah.
1: start to struggle. Was this with the episode process. three?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're right about that. I thought Rachel did really well in her reading. Yeah,
1: she was nervous and but cute. She was yeah. naturally so sexy. Has a really great voice. It helps. And Matt, you could tell. Oh, like,
0: Matt was it. He was
1: the most into that one. Yeah,
0: that's why genetics. she ended up. Yeah. Well. Yep. Then I was real pumped for uh, vibrator Katie's because she. That's if she's anyone was so going to kill great. it, I knew she would kill it. But she's a freak. We, we couldn't hear most of what she was saying. I know. <laughs> beep,
1: beep, 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 And there so, was a lot of I can't watch looks. Oh. Yeah, I can I, I want
0: love. I would pay like five bucks to A B C if they just released that unedited. I would no, love I to know. see that would be amazing. And
1: she is just all about like this is how empowering and it's so important yeah. to talk about this stuff. So I like that. Do
0: you think it would throw off Matt a little bit? I think for me, I don't want to know until it happens. The sex, what? the sexual oh, thing be like? Right, because now they're like, I think they, they seemed like they were going honest and okay, from like the heart what, they, really what they were going to do. It's kind of ruining the surprise in a way. I
1: know, in some ways, I mean, he talks to Rachel about this later. He was like, what I liked about yours was like, I can really picture it happening. Like it yeah. felt in the realm of possibility, right. not a fantasy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and then he talks to Brie about like keeping it mysterious is also great. So mm-hmm. we'll I think see really, what he likes. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it's either way. Okay. Because I think your sexuality with somebody can change. Throughout, it will, and know? it will.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Looking at all the women cringing was really amazing. It was I really, fun. I love those moments in life. I, know. I just really do. And Isn't that
1: funny how we like hide ourselves? Yeah, and absolutely. Like look oh, away yeah, that's when that. Somebody's down. That makes doing so much sense. Like that makes us It's uncomfortable. in the air because
0: I think. Uh, everyone has different theories on life. I think we are one shared consciousness and uh, individualized have a
1: collective consciousness. Yes. I
0: think it's a collective consciousness kind of thing. So you feel what they're feeling and you're going it's like the air in the room is like, oh, it happens in comedy all yeah. the time when someone's doing bad yeah, and it's like, oh, it just, it's because we all picture it ourselves. It's like, oh, oh no, yeah. and then you can't get out of it. But I also love it. In a way. It's a weird sickness. And they were all laughing. It looked really fun. Even even Chris was cringing at Katie's reading, which is so funny. (laughs) But I thought that was going to be the craziest one. And then Vicky goes. And there's even more bleeping. She killed it. The women were freaking out. I don't know. They probably, that was probably the correct editing.
1: And that's my first, like, experience. Like, I'm noticing they're lightening up around her. Like, they're finding her more funny than annoying or like getting just because
0: she's not ruining way. things at this point no that she's going with it and is being
1: like extra and hilarious like a lot of good jokes
0: yeah she really killed it i thought yeah. she got a bunch of laughs Yeah, she did good for her i guess i do i want the best for vicky we we both in the, yeah. in the long run we want her to figure out what's going on and change it you know hopefully But this happens every season, too. I brought it up in our first episode, but Sarah's so done. You can always predict who's going to melt down pretty early, like a Vicky, but there's always one who comes on the show, whoo, Bachelor, and actually falls in love really quickly and goes, oh no, I'm watching this man i'm legitimately falling for and she is falling for him think about it in real life yeah you start dating but you have work or school or family or friends to hang out with or hobbies but here in this house
1: extreme dating
0: with nothing else to really focus on like you said relationship intensive the first yeah. episode it, you have nothing else to focus on besides falling in love so it's kind of a crash course in, in falling
1: and then some. not only that like there's a lot to be said, and we'll talk about this more with the dynamics in the house. If you're feeling a certain way and nobody else around you is feeling that way, it actually makes your experience feel a lot more intense. Yeah. And so it actually increases your emotional experience, making it that much worse.
0: Yeah. So it's like Sarah's really falling in love with him and watching him flirt or be intimate with other women. And that's absolutely so hard. You have to go on the show and the best thing to do would be not take the beginning round so seriously. But here's the catch 22, because if you don't take it too seriously, then you get sent home. Yeah. This is sincerely an incredible format. It's no wonder this show is so damn successful every
1: single season. I know, and that's what I mean about, like, sometimes... People can go through a real awakening through There's this because no you're being it. shown, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize that I'm still dealing with a lot of trust issues <laughs> yes, before, yeah. or like I'm really having insecure.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And that's that's kind of that could be healthy in the long run or I it could think, ruin someone. I yeah. Guess.
1: It can if you don't then go for support and realize, and okay, change. this is something I need to work on and have support with, no then worse. It can be really intense, yeah. yeah. All
0: right, then we move to the night portion of the date. Rachel and Matt shared a nice kiss and convo. She's definitely got a real shot of lasting yeah. a while. I, I think the think first episode
1: I maybe said friend zone. Totally. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, maybe I, I was thinking about somebody else. when I said that.
0: Yeah, it's possible. And I made
1: the wrong note because, no. There's yeah, there's, I've never got that at all. Like, he'll definitely take her to the fantasy suites.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think I would be more comfortable on camera reading all my sexual desires like they did in a funny manner than comfortable kissing on camera but i was trying to think about that that would make me so uncomfortable i was just like watching rachel and him kiss i was like man the camera in your face that's too much for me i, yeah, think I wonder I would,
1: how far away they are during their conversation that would help you like a guy in the room mics, right,
0: right? <laughs> yeah they have mics but like a person in the room while i'm kissing is just the most bizarre thing I've thought that every year on mm-hmm. The Bachelor. It's weird to me. I'm, I'm sure other people can would feel comfortable but for me. I don't think so. And Serena P gets the date card. Very much looking forward mm-hmm. to this. We both liked her first impression, right? You like her so far? I, I really
1: love her, yeah. yeah.
0: Then cut, it cuts back to Sarah, staring intensely into the fire, contemplating what the fuck she got herself into here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure if I've ever seen this before, but we have a date interruption by someone who wasn't even on the date. Uh, Yeah. Sarah's clearly struggling here. And my first thought is, oh, Katie is not going to be happy about this.
1: Yeah. She's spiraling for sure. Um, Definitely playing a little bit of victim. Mm -hmm. But then she shares that she has, before she goes and interrupts, that she has past experience of cheating and jealousy. And so I understand it. And, And there has been people that, especially now that they're all in the same venue, it's easier to go know where they are. Mm-hmm. But there has been people that interrupt dates and they always end up the villain.
0: Yes. And because it is
1: like taking up time and I think she's a bit of a victim.
0: Yeah, she's playing the victim, definitely. And she's, all the girls are, we're pretty, pretty pissed off. Oh God. <laughs> you know, they, I don't, they, I don't yeah. totally blame them because we don't know about... They don't know about her yet. We'll get into that. But yeah. Sarah's really, really great. And Matt really yeah. likes her. So this is oh, he does. This yeah. is actually going to make Matt like her even more, and probably. back
1: to your damsel in distress, I think you and Matt have the same affliction. Yeah. I think he's like, I will do anything. I'll come to you every day and mm-hmm. reassure you. And it's like, whoa, yeah. okay. I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> How's, he gonna do How's he going to do this? How's he
0: going to do this? He's <laughs> He's got legit connections. A lot of Bachelor seasons I've watched, there's been one or two, three maybe at the no, most. He's... he's but again,
1: back to his a perfectionism. Hole. He's trying to be perfect with everyone and appear perfect, which I yes. get. Like, it's a lot of pressure, and this is a big. It's a journey for him, for sure.
0: Yeah, I get it from Katie's side how she and was mad. K- oh man, but the that way was so uncomfortable. the way she acted is not the very moment where she was interrupted and then she came back. Yeah, like Matt's not gonna like that that vibe that Katie kind of, I wouldn't, I don't think any no, that person- No, was, that
1: was more uncomfortable to watch than anything. I feel like-
0: And it's only, you can't blame her. No, in a I way, can't blame her. She's trying
1: to assert herself. And it is, I think it was uncomfortable. you let it happen and then you communicate afterwards to Matt, like that really hurt my feelings that she's not even on the date. And I, I feel like I'm less than, and like then you get to have that conversation. But I don't know, I think Katie's also pretty, she likes to stand up for herself.
0: It's a tough situation all around, but I can't see Sarah lasting and long at this point. No. Maybe like a pilot Pete Kelly situation, maybe one yeah, of those no, kind of things. Yeah, no, I think so.
1: And there was also during like the Katie Sarah thing that really pissed me off or like irked me was, Katie was like, okay, like, when do you think you'll be done? And Sarah was like, can I just bring him to you? Like, bring him to you? Yeah. Like, and Matt's just sitting there. I'm like, yeah. um Very okay, odd. why is nobody... Right, why and then she goes and, like, kind
0: of just sits right there while they're talking that so that rough. she can't open up. Yeah, this but is, Matt
1: continued, and then Sarah was, couldn't and she, focus. And then, <laughs> so she did, like, the... She starts acting pissed that Katie interrupts, which I don't like either, because... Yeah. You're coming in on, like, this is, you can't be mad at her. This is
0: over the line, what she did. And then
1: I'm going to take can can you walk me out, like, getting mad that she didn't get her time and that Katie was interrupting. It's like, what do you think you're doing?
0: She's putting the contest aside for now and and treating it like it's a real thing. So then Sarah goes outside crying Mm. and Vicky comes out to comfort her. And I'm just like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, no. And then I think Sarah thinks, like, oh, my God, Vicky, thank you for checking me. Like, girl power, like, fuck, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, no. No, and then... Because
1: Victoria's like, we were all worried about you, honey. Yeah. Like, we didn't oh. even care. We just thought something was wrong. Like, I literally, I love palms. you so much. And, like, they touched hands. Like, and Victoria was like, first of all, that's not what you were saying inside. Mm-mm. So you're being fake. So and then fake. she immediately drops, like, the first of many bombs this episode of just saying, like and like don't do that and mm-hmm. like kind of attacks her in a yeah, way Vicky's
0: tone oh Ooh. my god it's so gross it's she awful. really just sucks like I guess I get it but so I don't know then it's a it's like a conversa- conversation like relay race like a tag team yeah. wrestling match Katie tags out Vicky and Vicky just like bounces it was hilarious but oh my god I line, hate which... I hate passive aggression so yeah. fucking much yep that tone It's yeah. one of my least favorite no, things it's... in life where the tone isn't matching what you're saying I
1: feel angry I'm upset <laughs>
0: Katie handled like, it a lot better than yeah, Icky Vicky I think did. So. I felt Katie's words were a lot better, and it made more sense to me. Yeah, from that time and, and the she's first right. Time. She
1: was like, "You need to figure out what your choice is because you're affecting all of us." Yes, and that's not fair. And she yeah. drew down the line. She set she the killed boundary. It there. Rate, that was I the first was awesome. time was
0: like, "Okay, someone yeah. gets it," and in Katie did well compared to the way she acted when she exactly. but it was such a hard spot
1: and then so, sarah's like it's my biggest fear that no one's my worst fear to have a target on my back and it's like you knew though like yeah. you're, it's, you're putting yourself in this position almost. you could
0: just tell it was bothering her so much but there was yeah. no other yeah. option And i've been for there her.
1: when you're in that despair yeah. and you're so oh, alone yeah. and none of the women understand or are gonna understand yeah and you feel safe with matt you go there. i always
0: forget do they have can't they you can't just can't.
1: wait after the date though that's, when what, it, that, that's right? why
0: I think the selfishness was yes. too much. And it's not fair to yeah. the other women That because this is a contest. And then
1: it goes and the girls are talking about, as long as we have time, we'll be fine. Because I haven't talked to him. And Matt ends the date. Yeah.
0: So a few girls didn't get time, which production and loves. That, yes. But it's whack. It totally sucks. And the date rose goes unsurprisingly to Rachel. Yep. I figured out Rachel's lookalike. It's the owl from the old Tootsie Pop commercial, <laughs> especially with her glasses on. A yeah. hot owl or a hoot she's owl. She's got maybe.
1: those big eyes and cheeks
0: and little <laughs> mouth and nose. Okay, I'm so excited for the mood switch. We head to the one on one date with Serena P. This should shift the mood to light and giggly. Should light and giggly Serena? That that Serena smile. It takes up half of her face. How could you not? How could you not like someone like
1: that? Her energy, like she's so she's 22. She's all excited. She's 22. I didn't even 22. notice that. Oh
0: no, she's. I thought not a she was then.
1: 24, and then I saw her and it said she was 22 those
0: years are huge 22 okay. to twenty-four, she, twenty-one I, to 25 she was
1: great on the date but i think we have something to talk about before the date
0: yeah sarah isn't at the pre-date and matt goes to find her which mm. i'm sure all the women such were thrilled move. by it's
1: such a move
0: and uh, we see she's still in bed probably legitimately an emotional wreck though and matt kind of like awkwardly falls on her do you remember that He's like he, gl- like, he bumps in. He's like, I was like I was like, wow, that didn't fit. That didn't seem like the right thing to do here between them.
1: We forgot when Serena was talking about how excited she was on our one-on-one. Victoria said, Can you tell Matt that Sarah sucks?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but all the girls laugh. So <laughs> I know Vicky's playing to the room. Now exactly. she's becoming the comedian.
1: Like an- like uh amping it up. It's yeah. awful.
0: It's yeah, it's, it's gonna be It's not gonna sure. be good. Yeah, they it's a bully. But
1: yeah, he goes together, you know, tackles her a little bit. Obviously, their connection is really, you can sense it. Like they're the most comfortable with each other. Yeah,
0: like I said, she's legitimately falling for but him. But when and I vice saw, versa.
1: also another turtleneck. Yes, thank you. He's um, killing it
0: with these turtlenecks.
1: Also, she's looking for validation, and she's testing him, telling him that her bags are packed is kind of a threat. Like mm-hmm. these are all ways. If you think of a child oh, yeah. who packs their bags and says, "I'm running away," yes, yes. right? We, I want more attention. I want to know that you love me, and I want to know that I'm cared Wanted. about. Wanted,
0: yeah. If he said, I think even, I guess Obvious he did stress ch-
1: issues. Yeah,
0: no, that's what it is. And
1: MJ's like, there's manipulation happening, and I'm not about it, and. It's definitely true, but it's interesting. I thought MJ there was a preview of her saying that. I thought it was going to be about Victoria, but right, it's, that's, that's that was the switch, obvious. Uh, which the old is great. Switcheroo. I love being shocked.
0: Yeah, that would they they they're good at that with the bachelor. They try to deceive you yeah. every single time.
1: And then it's so awkward when Matt comes back and
0: it comes back yeah. and the one thing was that Serena didn't care too much. She's just smiling, got that white top. I guess she's thinking about the she date great. that's coming. Oh my God, I, God. I, but yeah, I, I really loved the way she looked and the so tiny. bubbly, giggly, <laughs> huge personality. And she's so pretty mm-hmm. and she's she's wonderful. And we have a horse riding date, very romantic. Loved that. Led to a classic picnic. With a charcuterie board, which seems to be a theme. It's season. such
1: a trend overall for, like, women of this age, yeah. which I am not mad about it. I, I could do one I, of those for lunch and or dinner. They're
0: delicious. I just got into this past year, too, and i, I got to be honest. They're I really love a, I love a solid charcuterie board. There's so many different combinations you can yep. make. It's, it's relatively easy.
1: And what I like is, you know, I was worried because she is so young and before I even knew her age, she just is young. Mm-hmm. And I said I was excited to see her, like, open up and see her maturity and even in the day portion she was like I usually take things slow but I'm gonna challenge myself to like make the most of my time and do something different, which yeah. I think she has a lot of awareness. I think for you're being right, pretty young,
0: and she said some cool things that I liked. Yep. And if she does make it far, she revealed that her dad doesn't mm-hmm. didn't like her coming on the show. Oh, like yeah. most dads, probably don't. I started to think about me and my daughter going on the show, and my first instinct was like, no, <laughs> no, that does not feel good. Obviously, I'm the kind of person where if they were over 18, that they would make their own decision. But I would say, you're revealing. Make sure you know what's happening here. I guess right. is what I would say.
1: That you're being, you're going to be shown, like, people are going to have an opinion of you, you might get villainized, and you're you You're putting know. your
0: family's name out there in yeah. a way, your family will be affected by this, this well, is. Well, we'll
1: see if she goes to hometowns, so that's something right. exciting. She's got a shot. I think she is. She's, she's got she's a moved shot. Up. She's moved up yeah. for me.
0: Um, they, I like, I want to get into the interesting convo they had on his, her dad having a yep. linear lifestyle. Yes which is a conversation that comes up with me constantly in life because mm-hmm. mine has not been anything but linear. We'll get into that in a sec. My Matt made a good toast to unconventional living. You know me. And like I just said, I love that. They definitely had a good connection and they share a nice kiss and then they get donk blocked. Yeah. Her, uh, he's like a guy just moseys on. And he's like, I heard you guys wanted some ass. I uh, didn't know donkeys. Did you know that donkeys are vicious? Like they don't have fear like oh. horses or other animals so
1: danger it's every a no danger. no
0: it's only if they're threatened oh okay every farm needs a donkey because if like a coyote or something comes around a donkey will just straight fuck their shit up nice. yeah, yeah they're Aww. like the, they're like the bouncers of the farm animal society <laughs> That's awesome. yeah it is
1: but like can we talk a little bit about their conversation yeah sorry I think, you know, Matt goes into, well, Serena starts with, my dad has had a linear life and I just don't agree. And she was like, to each his own. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's not how I want to live my life. And Matt talked about like his expectations, which I think is a big thing for our generation specifically. Is this, there's this expected go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, work until you retire and die. And it Mm -hmm. is a very, there is a lot of expectations that our generation isn't wanting to do anymore. We're wanting to follow our passions more.
0: I wonder if that is a bit of privilege for us because there wasn't, they weren't like old people, if there's any old people listening to this they're like you motherfuckers, like you didn't have to work. We had to do that no matter what.
1: Well, and I feel like a big part of our generation (laughs) complaining about struggling and like, it's hard to get a job out there Mm -hmm. and it's hard to follow because this, our society isn't really lend itself to that kind mm-hmm. of lifestyle and you're 100% right to acknowledge privilege. Not everybody has a luxury to mm-hmm. not follow a linear life. Right.
0: Exactly. So I'm very glad that I do. Yeah. And you know, it's no, just, me too. it's about feeling.
1: And I took a class in college that opened me up to like, you don't have to do things the same way. Yeah. Like you can take your own path. It just, it takes a lot
0: it's courage it's kind of easy to live that linear life to go to school and just do bang 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 Unless get a you have relationship to, escalator
1: absolutely you know it keeps you trapped and small mm-hmm. and you don't have to be but it's a big it's a bigger question
0: of what meaning of life is for each individual purpose and that's going to evolve as human beings evolve and society evolves yeah. to where we don't have to go to the farm to get our food in different ways like that so it's a really interesting conversation right. that we will pick up
1: and i think it's just how they connected to in the state and and i think their chemistry and their playful banter and the falling in like
0: i was gonna say that she says she's falling in like with matt she's which is a, cute that's a great thing i'm gonna steal i like that in my i think they're life.
1: really cute together
0: yeah i think she has like we said a good grip on this show in the process of it mm-hmm. and i do feel that at this point i would say she'll be around for fantasy suites how can they not
1: and we find out matt had a pet turtle
0: yes we do so there's a which lot going a on lot here. Yeah. I think turtlenecks looks turtle a little necks. bit like a
1: turtle. And
0: there's actually someone turtle else. Energy. Who was it? I had somebody else who looked a little bit like a turtle. <laughs> oh, oh, Bree. Bree yeah, has a little Bri bit of a turtle, like a turtle face. That's like that's some child <laughs> psychology turtle. stuff, isn't it? No. Oh yeah. I, I mean, somebody I,
1: looked like Darcy. I think. I, think. <laughs> I mean, Max has a beard. <laughs> pretty similar <laughs> yeah, they're pretty to Darcy. They're close so enough, maybe. I guess.
0: <laughs> um, it wouldn't be a, a bachelor episode if we didn't get Matt shirtless. That's right. He, who doesn't like turtles really, but he grew up in in my generation. So I'm sure Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was his jam for like mine was for a little bit. Do you think that could be some child psychology stuff there?
1: Absolutely, (laughs) Kyle. It it all makes
0: sense. It It all adds. Yeah, there's a little bit of like Franklin vibes that I get from Comfort.
1: Whatever is comfortable to us. Franklin. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's Franklin. Franklin. Frank, Coming Frank, over to Frank, your Franklin. house. The flies and the cookies instead of chocolate chips. Yeah, it was Classic, right? So right. then they do go back to the house for a minute and just show, like, Sarah has been hiding all day. The women don't like that. It's like...
0: Vicky goes, Sarah doesn't need Matt. Sarah needs a Xanax. Yes! Oh! <laughs> and it was
1: just like, she's cracking me up. But at the same time, I feel... Do feel like she's making it worse, Sarah, by isolating herself because mm-hmm. she's so sad and, and she
0: feels so uncomfortable.
1: I don't blame her yeah. because you see her go out to the women at some point and no matter what, they've attacked her. Well,
0: they call her like calculated and that's the yeah. wrong word. It's not calculated, no, it's real, yeah. but it's selfish. That's the word. Yes. It's not, She's not thinking about anything besides her own right. immediate needs. Like
1: she's not trying to attack anybody. She's just only thinking.
0: And I know we're beating this horse, but this That's is what this side. episode was yeah. completely about. So is there anything notable that you want to talk about from the dinner date?
1: Um, I missed the turtleneck. Mm. <laughs> Serena looked great again. And Matt was in like another suit that we talked about this first episode. I'm really not a suit woman. But yeah, they talk about their previous relationships. And I felt like you know Serena's 22, but she kind of had a one-up on Matt, who's 28. He's never been in love, and she knows she's had a really hard relationship where she has been in love and can see herself falling in love. That's and why I was
0: surprised when you said she was 22. Yeah, I, I, I know, which like, like, it doesn't matter. That. No, like, I don't really think it does matter. matter. No, As long, and the, generally. I just wanted to
1: see some self-awareness and maturity, which she has, yeah. and experience. What I like is the way he describes her. So in his like own interview, he's like, there's just so many smiles. I love her energy. I look forward to being with her. I'm like, those are all good signs, Matt. Like keep that in mind. Don't keep like what Sarah's signs are and how the relationship feels are a lot different than what he's feeling with Serena. Mm. And she encourages him to challenge her, which I really love. Yeah. And so gets the rose. She's in my top three now. Might bump Rachel or maybe even Abigail because I haven't seen her lately.
0: Better keep listening to the end of this podcast to find out the truth.
1: And now we're back at the house and they're about to get the second group date card to hear who's on it. Mm. The problem is like Sarah is still not down there and they're all talking. Is she going to come down? And she finally comes down for the date card and it's just like she's walking into a lion's den.
0: Yeah, they're um, all ready to attack. I'm noticing they're all hungry.
1: which is interesting, the girls are being way more aggressive towards her yeah. than Victoria.
0: Ooh easier. Maybe because she's a victim kind of thing where Victoria kind of pushes Puts it her. All out yeah, there. she kind of like puffs her chest out. So it's probably and she'll attack you back too. Yeah. Where Sarah won't attack you back. Fascinating. Right?
1: Isn't it? well, we have this thing called the drama triangle in therapy. And so usually In a relationship, there's somebody that plays the role of victim, Sarah. Somebody plays the role of perpetrator. And then somebody plays the role of enabler. So Mm. there's plenty of women who are just kind of letting Sarah get attacked. And these women are becoming perpetrator because Sarah has taken the role of victim. And so it's just creating this huge drama triangle that, in my opinion, is awful. Yeah. She's getting ripped apart. Oh, yeah. Like, she can't even...
0: She didn't deserve she's, this for what she, she did. She
1: gave so many good direct apologies mm-hmm. and then explained where she's coming from. And the women were like, especially Victoria was like, who knows your heart? Nobody knows you here. And she was the one saying, We have the most connection. Yeah, it was, it was just really heartbreaking.
0: Was, it was, it wasn't this is good. What I
1: can't handle with women a lot of the time. Mm. And what I've had so much of a problem with with girls is. When any woman has like an emotional experience that might be affecting another one, they get catty and attack and there's no compassion and they team up and it almost like becomes a beast of its own. Mm, Like I feel like the women don't even realize how fucking rude they're being. And I
0: have you're right.
1: Friendship trauma with girls, like just very poor experiences with girls being super catty and not compassionate, which I can't get behind. Yeah,
0: no, I'm sure. And it's, there's this theme of the being manipulation. They, they really think that she's doing all these things to get more time.
1: They feel threatened and they, sure. and
0: they feel threatened cause she's beautiful and she, they could, they have a great and connection. connection you can yeah. sense Matt really likes her
1: and they're not wrong. Like a lot of them haven't gotten time and might That's never. What and then it then it they so That's what makes it so difficult.
0: That's what makes it so hard because yeah. it's you're to, it's totally it's some really nice women. Who don't want to be rude and screw this thing up are losing out on time. So yep. the, the production's sitting back and just eat their popcorn. They're like, "This they is are. awesome," and that's what the evil part of the show. But man, it's it was such a fascinating scenario between Sarah and the other women in this in this in the show.
1: And I was thinking, I was like, I and I even wrote, I was like, can I really hope? Even if production doesn't show it, they might be editing it to show it more intense than it is but I really hope at least one girl goes to connect with her. And then...
0: Well, that's what's so great. Katie goes, goes up to her. And this is Trauma Bonnie again. Sound that old alarm. <laughs> Trauma. But this was a beautiful one. Gorgeous. You see Sarah's kind of explaining to Katie their situation with the ALS. And you see the single tear roll down Katie's.
1: And she's holding back her lips are starting to cover. Yeah, it was
0: a great moment in reality television history. She lost her father. So they're both opening up, they're bonding over that. This show, man, if you if you're listening to this podcast and not watching the show, I sincerely hope yeah. you give it a shot. This is a legit lovely moment.
1: I was crying. It's just I mean, especially for us as somebody who's lost a parent, you understand that grief mm-hmm. and
0: and when someone else can understand that grief with you, you feel like, "Oh, it's such a relief." It's such
1: a relief, and I think What was going on with sarah too is she didn't want to open up and say like listen i'm also struggling because i have a dying parent at Mm -hmm. home and she didn't want to use that and finally she was able to open up to katie and i wonder i really wonder if production knew that and sent her in and knew she would be able to connect I don't know. I really hope it was more genuine. And it was genuine. It was genuine ultimately. Yes. But yeah, Katie was just like, listen, I understand I missed saying goodbye to my dad. And that's never something I'd wish on anybody. I totally support what we need to do. It was, she's like, I took everything back. They cried together, they hugged each other. It's just exactly what sarah needed and i'm really mm-hmm. really i katie is Katie's. my absolute favorite.
0: yeah i'm a big fan of katie you know even for myself i think i could see myself and she the- was
1: actually brought up a good point too which was before she knew about her dad which was like if you leave i can tell you and matt have a connection mm-hmm. i don't want to be second best yes because i think he's gonna have She's unfinished business with you and wonder Where it could have gone. In the back of my head, they do have such a connection that I'm like, he might not, you know, he might want to search her outside of the show. I don't know.
0: No, that's why I said maybe a pilot, Pete. Kelly situation, yeah, yeah. or maybe even somebody comes back every year. That seems to happen.
1: Yeah. Now, Ari and Warren, you
0: know? It, yeah. So we'll see. But this is the reason why no judgment is so important. And Absolutely. I know that sounds, that sounds so hypocritical. I love listening to this podcast, but <laughs> True. no judging is such an important part of my real life because, you know, you don't mm-hmm. know what someone is ever going through. It doesn't make what Sarah was doing hundred percent. Okay. But at least it would have stopped the women from being so hateful towards her, you know what I mean? And just
1: having a little bit more empathy. It's like, and that's what I love about Katie. She goes back into the group of women and says, Sarah left.
0: Yeah, she was straight up.
1: And she has things going on at home that we don't know about that are affecting how she's showing up here. And we all need to remember going forward: you don't know everyone's story, mm-hmm. and this shit needs to stop. Yeah, like she it, was, really, it got really bad. Katie's so good at laying down the line. She's and got confidence. She's got the in in a very compassionate yeah, way. And yeah. it, you I can't, can't believe argue with that.
0: Look at vibrator girls arc. I, as soon as she, she came out <laughs> of the limo, I was like, "Oh, this girl's gone." I was like, "This girl's gone." After day, she's a funny character that would be on Paradise. I don't think has much
1: of a connection with Matt. No, but I she's really,
0: Paradise. Paradise, queen. yeah.
1: I think sh- I- anybody would be lucky to be in relationship with her.
0: I, yeah, I would... And I
1: hope the women do take note, but... And again, and
0: again, Sarah's great. She doesn't um, when she's talking to Matt. She doesn't name any women specifically yes. when she's talking about yeah, them so being vicious.
1: Sarah did decide to leave, packed up, went to go tell Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt's wearing another amazing look: black hoodie <laughs> under a flannel jacket, channeling all of my '90s crushes. Nice,
0: yeah. Matt's Matt's killing it. In but the I see, apartment. I
1: see that she's genuinely conflicted, mm-hmm. and it's a lot for her to endure. And you're right. I mean, she has to name what's happening for her. At the house, and he's like, Well, what's happening? And you she doesn't name anybody. that's surprising. That's which that's like, good character. She doesn't name she could name Victoria, she could name Kit, she could name MJ, like, there's a yeah. bunch of women she could name, yeah. and she just and she doesn't, doesn't listen. do that. Owning her experience, that's hard for me and with mm-hmm. my family. I really thought the way he was talking to her, she was gonna change her mind.
0: Yeah, no, I think there's some part of her that wanted to. Yeah, Some part of her that wanted Matt to plead and beg and be like, don't, don't go. We talked a little bit of that b- before, but she has to with her dad. And, she's just not
1: ready. She's, she's not ready. Like, it's a shame. And she just said like, this isn't the best version of me. I'm having insecurities pop up. I did not expect Yeah, this process isn't working for me. And I'm actually almost surprised that she's, one of the only people I've seen in this show and all the seasons I've watched that's had this reaction. I feel like it would be a hard environment for me and that might actually push me to want to leave. I'm surprised mm-hmm. nobody else has left because of the environment not working for them. Yeah. And I will say like, I almost think it's even more genuine to leave when you're having a hard time than the women who are staying just to have the experience.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Oh no, definitely. And why? And why is she going to stick around? She's going to get beat further down. It's worse. Maybe yeah. if she opened up about their dad, that she would get some. But well, she, is, she shouldn't have to do that. It's I was thinking, it was like,
1: okay, how would I go back into the lion's den, and how would I handle it? I feel like I would just show up, quiet, keep my mouth shut, show up to every opening of the car, up to the rose ceremony, kind of play, lay low mm-hmm. for the week knowing I'm gonna get a rose yeah. from Matt. Like he's already given me enough validation and just kind of go under the radar, keep my insecurities to maybe me and Katie or whoever I feel like I can connect with and really just breathe and get as much support as I can. They but need- I think, I don't think she has those skills. I think she's overwhelmed right. and can't handle it.
0: I was just gonna say, I think, like, and
1: they can't talk to their families it's no. really intense you
0: know like how the yeah actually i was gonna ask you that so they don't get they don't have a phone they get they their
1: phones taken away yeah
0: wow that yeah. is a crazy especially now how so addicted everyone is to you're gonna
1: like yeah, these things you're
0: throwing them into this situation that there's no there's it makes so much sense why all this goes down and why it's so elevated yeah. it's so crazy all right, Katie was right though. I think this is going to make Matt like her even more. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I think true. Gonna, he's going to
1: have a hard time disengaging from mm-hmm. her. I think he's going to keep thinking about her and You know, the last thing Sarah says before we cut to the sneak peek of next week is, part of me feels like I've made a mistake because he's just so great.
0: Yeah, and she, you know. And there's
1: no, like, I really don't feel like this is gonna be the end of her.
0: No, I think she'll be back. I don't know in what, I don't know in what. I don't know
1: how either. I mean, we see in the sneak peek for next week, there's five new girls. Five new girls. Coming in during the rose ceremony after all of this has happened. Like, was he going to meet these girls at the rose ceremony and choose them over, I guess? Yeah,
0: if he really likes them. It's like night one all over again. It's bad. That's just another, throwing another wrench in the the plans. And they
1: look, these women who are coming in look like.
0: Coming in hot.
1: Plants in, in, in Hawaii. Not oh, plants, definitely. but like they were chosen because they have an abrasive. Yes, this confident kind
0: of like, fuck you guys, I'm here and I'm, you got to deal with it no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anyone was ever going to, like I said before, it was going to be back, it's probably Sarah. I just think they have such a strong connection and she could tell that she was really, really into him. And you know, it's going to be so hard to go home now you're thinking about, wow, but maybe it'll open up. It's like, wow, maybe another man can, can make that. I've never felt like this. Yeah. It was easy. You know, she's only 24. It's like, you know. Maybe. Or I,
1: maybe I just like have more work to do is also what I felt like from her was like I don't feel ready. Like maybe whatever her last experience was in a relationship, we don't know how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she's not ready to be in Sarah, a relationship. Sarah says, yeah, she says
0: she's not the best Sarah right now, and Matt deserves the best. And holy shit, Sarah, my soul sister, I've never related to anything more <laughs> in my life. Currently at the moment. Yep. All right, this is gonna be our final break. Then we'll be back with everybody's favorite segment. Don't go anywhere. email
1: the quails all right
0: welcome back with email the quails jamie would you like to read our email this week
1: absolutely dear quails my name is richie and i'm looking for your advice on how to cope with jealousy and trust issues in a relationship i've been cheated on in the past and i notice it's hard for me not to get suspicious of my girlfriend and it's really putting a strain on our relationship It's like, logically, I know she's loyal to me, but I can't help to have doubts. She's much different than any person I've been with in a relationship, and I don't want to mess this up. Any tips or support would be much appreciated.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's a tough one. So Richie's dealing with jealousy Mm -hmm. in a relationship. I can't really identify with that too much. I'm not the jealous type, but I've seen a lot of people be jealous, and then that gets is that what do you think that is? is that him not working on himself to be to to be confident enough is the insecurity?
1: Well, I think Richie, you bring up a great point. Like you're very aware that you've had these negative experiences leading to you having maybe some difficulty trusting your partner, and you're realizing. I don't need to do this with this partner Mm. or this girlfriend. Like, she's great, but I can't almost help it. Like, I can't control it. Yeah. And I think what you're speaking to is a very common and normal experience that when you have the trauma of being hurt like that in a relationship, you're keeping yourself safe Mm -hmm. by having these suspicions in this relationship. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm biased because I'm a therapist, but I really highly recommend this is something that therapists specialize in to help you with, working through some of these fears you might have associated with losing this partner you love so much and how to show up maybe differently. And I think, as always, communication. Mm-hmm. Communicating with your partner, here are my doubts and I'm really trying to work on them. Is there something you need from her to reassure you and see if she can give you that? And it's not her job to give you that, but if she wants to, she can.
0: Yeah. No, that's. Do you struggle with any? Have you been jealous in your life? Um,
1: I think... I have told a lot of people I'm not jealous. I don't have a jealous bone in my body, and I don't think that's true. Mm. I think I'm more I'm envious of women, actually. Right. And so, jealous of women more than relationships. So
0: let's let's put this out there. Jealousy is the definition of jealousy is something you have. So it's like if your partner, Max, cheated on you, that's jealousy. If envy is like if someone else is dating Tom Brady and you really love Tom Brady, you'd be envious I'm of, envious so that's of a that. That's the difference.
1: Yeah. So I think think i'm a jealous person no you don't seem like a jealous person to me i don't think i, I can't so say i don't have a jealous issues. bone in my body you have a
0: small there's always something small it's like yeah. hey what about what am I, you know i'm better than that
1: yeah i think i always want a good amount of attention but not yeah i don't know not too much nope.
0: Maybe because we were so attended to by our parents.
1: Yeah, and I've never I've never been cheated on. I've never had an experience with a partner yes, where which is what that you said happened. To so I have no reason to doubt because I have no prior experiences of that. Totally. So that can absolutely yeah, that's and, what you're And that's about. the thing, Richie, is like any relationship you're in, you're always projecting past partners or past caregivers onto your partner. Yeah. And so however, And it's not always, but your relationship, early relationships, early attachment figures, what that relationship was like can affect how you show up. Everybody, not just you, everybody in relationship. And so I always encourage for any relationship to go smoothly. It just always helps to have some sort of self-awareness around, hmm, here's how I show up in relationship. What's this about? Mm -hmm. Is this not about the other person? Is this about me?
0: So if we do end up having answers for email the quail it's pretty much every single episode will be go to therapy
1: that's
0: <laughs> really funny it's
1: i can't help it i mean go 2021
0: that's <laughs> what it is it's, man But life's rough there, out it's there it's easier to find help now than it's betterhelp.com
1: ever been. is yeah. affordable online i just found therapy. a therapist i'm
0: gonna go for the first time in, in a long time yeah. and i'm genuinely excited i started to think about it a little bit and i started to freak out just because it's like because i was gonna i was like what am i gonna say and mm-hmm. then i said i'll say this thing that's cool say this thing say this <laughs> thing say- oh no <laughs> something i've avoiding right? for my whole t- for my whole life and it's uh, relatively inexpensive even if you can't afford it you know you have to push yourself anyway because there's sliding scales out there there's different ways to approach therapy and it's gonna if you're not comfortable in person you can do zoom because yep. everybody's doing zoom right now i think yep. most Some therapists text, are doing zoom. like
1: there's apps like i think it's better help that you can text
0: even if you're not like you don't have to de- generally feel terrible nope. to go that's not what it it's is it's about switching how you're living life like I think Jamie, you said to me, like treat it like, why is it any different than getting enough water per day?
1: Getting, going to the doctor. You go to a yearly doctor. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel well, you go to the doctor. If and you it, don't feel well emotionally, go to the doctor. If you want to maintain your emotional health, you go to a therapist. I can't
0: imagine that anyone's ever gone to therapy and been like, oh no, now I'm screwed up. <laughs> like, yeah. That's always well, we I I
1: had a friend say, no offense, because I encourage him to go to therapy, like no offense, but you were in therapy and you were kind of a mess. Yeah. And I said, you're right. And I made it through those challenging times because I had a therapist and now I'm abundant in my relationship and my career. I've mm-hmm. never loved myself more. I've never known myself better. I've never felt more like myself. Like I always think of it as an investment in the return. Yeah. God. If you want a more fulfilling career relationship, which everybody does, This is a way to get that, and here's what your investment can be, Mm -hmm. you know? So I I can't say uh, it. There's some some
0: people, I guess... It it is a privilege because you gotta you have to Pay, work all the time yeah. and it's expensive and you don't have time. You're some people are working two three jobs to live their life. So I'm sorry if this again comes off as privilege, but it's such an important. It will make the like you said the return on the investment will be so good that maybe you won't have to work those two or three jobs so hard after you figure out kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and being in the in the therapy world as somebody who does work with more financially privileged clients, it there's my colleagues have this passion for making therapy more affordable there is a movement happening to make this more accessible and affordable and there are places hopefully we can do better in making those more known and reaching out and so i'm, I'm gonna hope maybe next week i'll come with some affordable websites of of therapy great for idea. people to look out yeah for.
0: thank you so much for the email richie that yeah, was richie, a great great email best of
1: luck Psychology today, if you're looking. For psychology
0: anybody. to cat today. All right. Any uh, last words on the Bachelor episode itself?
1: <sighs> I feel like we went fast today. We did
0: go quick. I we think went, we
1: were we were hyped up. We were hyped. Content.
0: This was a great episode. I thought it had so, it had so much. A there. lot of
1: psychology here. Oh, because now we're starting to see the wheels come off. This a lot is of why I've
0: always wanted to do this podcast with you because there's so much here <laughs> to break down. And I got to be honest, I'll t- talk to my friends or something like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Talk to somebody else. No, I can talk to your therapist sister. It's, it makes so much more sense and she's got just as funny of ideas as I do on all of it so this has been a lot of fun through these three episodes I hope you stick with us we're only going to get better I can feel it um, we're going to put get, do some more segments get some yeah, more
1: yeah we'd love feedback on what you love most about yeah, you our don't even, you don't just
0: have to ask for advice and email the quails it's again love on the brain with the quails at gmail.com. I know it's a lot, but it's the title of our show with the quails. It's all in that picture. Send us an email. You don't have to just ask for advice. It could be anything and be like, Hey guys, good job. It could be guys. You're being offensive about something like this or that. We accept all of it and look forward to hearing from you and progressing this show further and further and being the best content it could be. Sounds great. Sounds great. Goodbye.